It's time for Your Rights Count on AM 1360 KRWC, keeping you up to date on current and new laws and legal happenings in Wright County. And now here's your host with Boozelmeyer Law and online at yourrightscount.com, Ted Boozelmeyer. Hey, I'm here today to discuss a very sad and important topic. As you're all probably aware, there was a shooting this last week on Tuesday at about 10.45, 10.50 a.m. And that shooting is alleged to be carried out by Gregory Ulrich, a 67-year-old that has been charged with this shooting and first degree, uh, four counts of first degree attempted murder along with second degree intentional murder and counts related to a homemade explosive device and possessing a gun without a permit. Just take a moment of silence for those that have suffered uh, through injury, through trauma, and ultimately through um, the death. And especially uh, giving a shout out and condolences to the 37-year-old medical assistant, Lindsay Overbay, who was killed, was shot in the abdomen and killed in this tragic event. And who would have thought something like this would happen in good old Buffalo, Minnesota? But yet, what a what an interesting place for this to happen. I know most of you are probably heavy Second Amendment, uh, Second Amendment gun rights advocates. And in the wake of an event like this, certainly there are some questions that people are going to try to find answers to. I don't think that there is any good answer as to why this happened. But I think the questions that arise are what could we do to prevent this in the future? So you're going to have people that are going to be adamantly, suddenly, gun control advocates that state that uh, guns should be taken from anybody that has signs of mental health issues. And, I mean, how many people do you know that have mental health issues? We all have mental health issues. Now, does it cross the line into mentally ill and dangerous? And where is that line? Is somebody that has anxiety? Is that that line? Bipolar, is that the line? PTSD, is that the line? Like many of our, many of our veterans suffer from, our trained veterans that are trained with firearms. Where is that line? When do the police get to take, or the authorities get to take, gun rights away from someone, and how can that be enforced? Is that the route to go, or is there another route to go? Is it, is it more mandatory security? If a business is allowed to put up a sign to prevent people from exercising their Second Amendment rights, and for people with a carry permit to make it illegal for them to be in that building, is that business owner then responsible to have adequate security and firepower to prevent any type of uh, an attack like this or like any other attack? Is that business owner then responsible and, and therefore negligent for not having that firepower and those trained individuals? And I'm not talking about a taser. I'm talking about somebody with an actual firearm and training with firearms. And perhaps more than one, depending on how big the facility is and how many wings there are, how many entrances there are, how many exits there are. So what is the solution, folks? Do we, do we further restrict uh, our right to bear arms? 
do we put more responsibility on people that prohibit the exercise of the Second Amendment, Second Amendment rights and, and keep citizens from bearing arms themselves? Uh, would there have been heroes that would have been able to stop this or at least much of it that day if the citizens would be allowed to, to, to continue to bear arms? without being restricted by a sign by a private business owner, which makes it, I think, a misdemeanor or maybe a gross misdemeanor if they do so choose to exercise those rights, uh, even though there's a sign up that says that they cannot from a private business owner. So I'm not, I'm not trying to say what the answer is here. And, you know, I, if I knew the answer to peace and prosperity, I would, I would definitely let you know. And, uh, but... I don't know what the answer is, but these are all questions that, that we're all probably thinking about right now. I think that the best we can do is just to take a step back and do whatever we can to support our community and to support the, the victims and, and the, the loved ones and even those that, that have suffered tra traumatic experience from this. You know, there's a lot of people that were there and involved and even our, our responders, our first responders, that that will be affected for this for many years to come even though they may have not been shot or injured themselves and so i think right now the focus should really just be on on supporting uh everyone that's been affected by this come together as a community and uh, get resources for people that that need it just even just privately not even mandatorily just come together and do what we can and take our time to think about these more important questions as to what we should do in the future to prevent such things from happening and think about them carefully and try not to fight with one another. These are tough questions. Everybody's going to have knee, knee jerk reactions. So let's just chill and support each other and discuss these things in due time. Everybody take care out there, stay safe, protect one another and be good to one another. Disclaimer, for advertising and general information purposes only, this radio show is not intended to provide legal advice and does not create an attorney-client relationship. Each case is different. You should rely on the advice of your retained attorney only. Thanks, everyone. Again, this is Ted Booselmeyer with Booselmeyer Law. Don't try to spell my name. Just come check us out at yourrightscount.com or give me a buzz at 763-682-1324.